I'm Brooke Weisbrod, and I got next. You next up and you ain't been on sports like talk like what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next and you up next. Keep the queens so hard. Rise the star on the big scene. Make them know who you are. You don't break the sweat. Don't set up for less. They put you through that test. Your resume that flesh. Who got next? Who got next? SLT, ready to go. Who got next? Who got next? Look at my dreams and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask beat Jones or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? You next up, so here's my vote. You don't break a sweat. Don't settle for less. SLT Nation. Welcome back to another fire episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next. A platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow. Amazing human beings doing phenomenal things and accomplishing big dreams. And today we got a... Man, we're about to bless y'all. 2022 has been amazing, but we're about to bring this one to you. Another certified banger. We got all the way from Chi-Town, Chicago, coming out of Cincinnati, reporter, basketball guru, analyst. I mean, she is the truth. We got Brooke Wisebrod in the building. I, I, I got to call you the W, though, right? Because all you do is win, 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 no matter what. How you doing today, Brooke? That's a heck of an intro. Like, I don't think I ever had something like that before. You need to be like, we need to travel together. You can be my high hey. school. Look, that'll work. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm ready. I'm ready. Thank you, Kevin. No, nah, we we so excited. We so excited you came on when Kevin when Kevin brought. He said, "Man, look what we got." He, he like sent me your profile. I almost passed out. I don't think I slept, but about three hours a night since we got the notification that that we were gonna get you on the building. But this is gonna be a special episode, ladies and gentlemen. This is your first time rocking along with the crew here at Sports Life Talk. I am your host, the Mouth of the South B. Jones. You can read it on the screen. The Louisiana Mister. Yeet himself. I'm rocking alongside of my co-host, my brother from another mother, the head coach, KT Kev. One more game, Pippin. You did it again, man. How you doing, bro? Man, you know I'm doing good, man. You know I do what I do, B. Jones. But hey, you do man, what you do. I know, but the fact that she responded back, I was like, uh, yeah, we we got a big one, B. Jones. So yeah, let, let, let's rock this, man. Let's rock this. We're gonna give y'all maximum effort. Well, so check this out. If this is your first time check checking out the show. First and foremost, thank you, because we know that there's a million podcasts, sports podcasts, streaming TV shows. You could have been anywhere, but you chose to be here with us. So we show we truly appreciate that. Now we just gotta ask one small favor, call to action. We are in growth. We want to take this to the next level. We want to continue to be able to tell you guys these amazing stories and just be authentic with you guys. We need you to do us a small favor on the count of three sports like Talk Nation and all of our new family members, Chicago, Cincinnati, stand up for us. We need y'all to smash that subscribe button on the count of three. Here we go. One, two, three. Ooh, man, it feels good. Kevin, I don't know why. The oh, I just get so amped every time we do that because we know we got some new family members because Kevin and I, we don't do followers. We don't do fans. We do family members. We want to welcome y'all to the show. Go check out the archives. We got over 160 episodes of you got next from actors, coaches, athletes, Olympians. This thing is absolutely bananas. But right now, we got a very special one for you. We are breaking ground once more. One more game. We are breaking ground with the truly, truly amazing talent, Brooke 
W. Are you ready? Because I don't want to. I don't want to. But we ain't big enough for me to be butchering your last name. All right. <laughs> we, we just not getting started. We day, just man. not getting started. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you ready for the sports light talk initiation? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All I'm right. on hot seat, ready to go. I got it. You know, it's Chicago. It's, I still got the heat on in the house. Hey, you want to put, you want to pick up the ball? I know you perform under the lights with the ball in your hand. You want to turn around and get the ball right there in your hand so you can. I know, right? No, that's a plant holder. I can't. Oh, I pick oh that wow. Up. That's a, that's that's a nice I plant holder. That was one of my COVID hobbies. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I realized that we're going to have to call games from, you know, from home during COVID, the timing worked out so well. I, ended up moving to the suburbs and I never, ever, ever thought I was going to be a suburb person, but you know, here I am and I had thankfully an extra room. So I was like, well, let me try to, you know, decorate yeah, it. it. Is. So this is my literal at home studio, you know, like I'm calling games right here. I, I saw you. So, mm-hmm. All right, we're going to talk about your call of games from at home and some of these other amazing things as soon. We got to get you family though. You got to become part of the family first though. All right. All right. All right let's go, Brooke. All right. All right, to initiate you into the SLT family, you're going to give us your top five music artists. Well, right off the bat, we're doing this. Okay, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> this, is, this is top five of all time, not like current, right? Because I really don't listen to a lot of current music right now. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> all right. Number one, um, and I'm reading a, a really cool book about him right now. Uh, I was obsessed with Tupac and <laughs> would listen to him every day on my way to home from school, practice, you name it. So... I would love to do like kind of one and one a Tupac Biggie, but um, you know, just cause I love them both so much, but Tupac definitely was, he was different. And uh, he, I was just, I loved his music. I absolutely loved it. Uh, number two, I would say Bob Marley. Um, again, another just, you know, his greatest hits album. You could play that on any road trip. Anytime you just need something to shift your mood, you put that one on, that's good. Uh, third, um, I feel like maybe like Whitney Houston because she just put out every number one hit in, in the ballads of 80s and 90s growing up. And then I'm going to probably embarrass myself here. Um, I was also obsessed with New Kids on the Block growing up. You know, I'm, a, I'm okay with that. I'm okay, okay with that. Okay. I like that too. Right. Hold on, New Kids on the Block. You got the right stuff. That's them, yeah. right? Yeah, right. okay. Baby. Step, step, right stuff, you know, um, cover girl. Tonight, yep. I could go the, on. The original NSYNC. The original NSYNC, yes. And that was uh, my first concert. So that was definitely memorable. And then um, I feel like the fifth spot would kind of be a, a a shared spot, although I know they're not the same in the same category yet. But like Prince and Miguel, who I think is a... That's an interesting. Miguel is if Prince and Lenny Kravitz and Elton John had a baby. <laughs> mashup, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, and it just so, like any, you know, there's so many female R&B art, like 90s R&B and hip hop and, and, and alternative. Like I love any 90s music I'm in, but those are what I'd say my I, top five. I should have did more research because, you know, I, I, I didn't expect you to come out the gates, you know, a white girl sitting up there throwing out Tupac and Bob Marley straight out, come just on. straight heat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we didn't even get to like Jodeci or any of those guys. Oh, baby, yeah. won't you just stay? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. That's a dope top five. Then she said, Lenny Kravitz, Pete Jones, you don't know. Even, the first time Jodeci was dropped on the show. Yeah. So, hey, I'm loving it already, KT. Well, Pete Jones, you don't know, man. I mess with Lenny Kravitz, man. If you get oh. his greatest hits. Oh. Yes. Mm. 
I'm about he to has check a it book out. that just came out. It's great. You got to read his book because I, I love documentaries about musicians or books about musicians. Like I just yeah yeah about that book though. If, it, if they come out with a movie, I'm gonna watch it. Reading, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, do that. All right, I so who was yeah? Who are some of your favorite sports teams? Uh, growing up, you know, Bulls. Um, just any time that era, uh, you know, Jordan, Pip, and Rodman. I, obviously, we all watched The Last Dance. That was incredible. Um, after Jordan, I mean, I grew up in Cincinnati, so like the Reds were a big deal. The Bengals were good in '89, and then we had our hearts broken. So I kind of left, lost touch with the Bengals after that. Um, the Reds in 1990, they were a great team. They won the World Series. That was really fun. Um, my mom used to let me skip school on opening day. That was like the only time I could play hooky. So I, that was awesome memories growing up. And then after Jordan, you know, I didn't really like like the NBA too much until Kobe. Um, so the Lakers became my team after the Bulls. I have family that live in L.A. and um, somehow got to attend like two finals games with Shaq and Kobe. And so that was just, you know, I, I have chills just thinking about that right now. Uh, and then currently the Chicago Sky. Uh, that's that is my squad. Now I gotta ask this question. I've never been able to ask a professional this question. Being being from Cincinnati and a Cincinnati fan, should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? Should they t- overturn that decision and allow this man access to the Hall of Fame? This has gone on for so long. I, can, yep. I remember growing up dealing with this. You mean to tell me that that's the worst crime that's been committed in the history of letting anybody in the Hall of Fame? Like, just can we just get over it? And let him in. I'm like, with is you. it really that big of a deal? Especially now when I watch football games and basketball games, and I get Caesar's Palace ads the whole entire game. You you promoting gambling left and right? Yeah, if he didn't bet on his own team, then let him in. And I, I, I mean, agree. I don't know that they ever proved that he did, but yeah, it's just he broke. Oh Somehow my dad resembled Pete Rose a little bit growing up. So we got stuck. We used to get stuck a few times. I'm like, no, not even close. Not even close. They thought your dad was Charlie Hustle, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, he's a bricklayer, not a baseball player. Sorry. Like, not not the same. All right. So, so who is your favorite superhero and why? Oh, this is easy. Batman is my favorite superhero. Um, although it's nice to see more like, you know, Wonder Woman was kind of that first premiere a, you know, female that uh, superhero that was put in the spotlight. I think there's a whole market for that, but that's another conversation. Here's why I love Batman: because Bruce, you have you have Bruce Wayne during the day, and you have Batman at night. You have a billionaire who's kind of mysterious, who you know has this really cool place, business. He's intelligent, all these kind of alluring things, and then he beats up the bad guys, but he doesn't kill them at night. And he's got like the best cars, the best toys. I, I mean, I like Batman just to like drive the the Batmobile, fly the Batplane, yeah. whatever the Bat. But let's go. And my favorite Batman was actually a movie that I know came out way before my time, but I used to watch the Adam West version. Really? Um, yeah, I, I had I it, on, it I had on tape as a kid. I just loved it. I loved how old school it was. So that was my favorite version. Adam West. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're the first person to ever say Adam West. Everybody said sure. Michael Keaton, like he said, or Ben Affleck, or Christian Bale, of course. Yeah, All right, Michael so, Keaton after Adam West, for sure. Yeah. All right, since every good superhero needs their own theme music, what would your theme song be? Yeah, this. So this is always a hard one because you know you don't want to. You don't know what like mood, but I. It, 
if you guys would be okay, I kind of like the theme song of, you know, right here, what we got going on at Sports Life Talk. Like, I'll make some next, you know, like, I don't remember it word for word, but I was like, this is hype. I like it. Oh, man, Kevin, she, she got me, she gassing me right now. I'm on, Anything I'm on from Rihanna, also, like, Rihanna is, is, I mean, we're right here. Like, we're both, we're both due. She's about two or three weeks ahead of me. Uh, so that's what, you know, I got, I got coming up next. Yeah, I was I was gonna ask you if we could talk about that, but we we, sure. we might unpack, we might not talk about that one here in just a second. So, well, Brooke, welcome to the family. Welcome to the show. We so excited. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin had on orange. We were supposed to be wearing our WNBA orange today. Kevin had on orange and he took it off. It was causing some camera issues, but uh, we we trying to rep for you because we know you big out there in the game and you doing so much for the game and you're using your platform uh, so amazing. But uh, let's tell them a little bit about your story, Brooke. Now you come, you 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 like, how did you how did you describe it? You from Cincinnati, but made in Chicago. Kind of kind of tell me a little bit. T- tell us where you're from a little bit. Yes, yeah, so I'm from a, a town in kind of outside of Cincinnati, and then lived a little closer to downtown as well, and. You know, went to school in, in Myrtle Beach at Coastal for a couple years and played basketball in Germany for about five months after college. And when I, you know, was finished playing, is I had, I had to end my career a little early just because of an injury. So I remember getting back to going back to Cincinnati and I was like, all right, so where next? You know, what's it going to be? So I started off with, uh, I think, five cities, narrowed it down to Boston, Chicago, or San Diego because I had family in Boston and San Diego. But I came up to Chicago and this is still like old school hand off your resume in person mode. So I remember walking up and down Michigan Avenue and I think I dropped off about 20 resumes. You know, I'm exhausted. I get one call back and then got a job here from an ad agency doing media buying, which is just basically paperwork for commercials. Like it's it's nothing glamorous, but you get you get tickets. So you don't get paid anything, but you get tickets. <laughs> so I was like, All right, that's we can work something out. And, uh, and that was the, the start of it. So I moved here in 2002 and I remember walking to the bus to go to work one morning and I went to, uh, my nose was running, my eyes were running and I went to sniff and it was frozen. I was like, Oh my, what am I doing here? What, (laughs) what am I doing here? So I was like, I'll never last more than a year here, but it's really fun. So Chicago is the hustle is addicting. The food is second to none. The people are great. Our summers are killer, you know, and that's my lightest part of the season. So it's a, it's, it's become home and the, the spirit here of people is, is really unmatched. And if you've ever spent time here, you know, you you just get it. Like there's so many different personalities and and flavors and ethnicities and neighborhoods. And, um, you know, I know, I know that there's plenty of, of uh, issues that still exist here. And I certainly, you know, don't um, ignore that. However, our culture, especially when it comes to basketball, you can't beat it. Like this is the mecca where where it needs to be. I have to agree. I, I gotta agree with it, Kevin. Because first off, Chicago, y'all have shown sports life talk nothing but love. I think we've had probably seven, eight guests yes. holding down from that that resided right there in Chicago. But when you really think about it, I mean, the greatest you know male player, uh, arguably one of the greatest females players, and Candace Parker is right there. I mean, it's it's a just uh, Chicago just hot in these streets right now. Y'all y'all just doing the major when it comes to sports, man. We just got to figure out what y'all going to do with you know in football because I don't know about Justin Fields. I don't. I don't know. I stepped at, when when we kept Jay Cutler for all those years, <laughs> the highest paid at the quarterback and leads the league in interceptions. But we want to give him a pass 
but we want to drive Brandon Marshall out because he's crazy. Ooh. I was like, who's crazy here? The fact that Jay Cutler's on the team, I, I just, I cannot. I cannot. The guy's a culture vulture. Get him out. What about trading up, giving away another pick to move up and get Mitchell Trubisky? When you could have had him at three, I would never. I was sitting there watching it like, I'm not the smartest person in the room, but oh my goodness. What was the value in doing that? Now Mitchell Trubisky going to be starting for the for the Steelers. So, all right, so let's jump back into this thing. Now, I was, you know, we do research. We, we try to do our research. We don't have like a thousand man research team uh, doing all this stuff. But, you know, stalking is what Kevin does typically. But I, really? saw, I, saw, I saw you had a really cool story on your IG page. Uh, now, you a hopeful. And uh, you, you were talking about not being recruited slash being recruited and getting that opportunity. You, you got to bless the Sports Life Talk Nation with this story because that story was crazy. And it brought a smile to my face. So I just I just can you share that story with us? Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And my hope for sharing that is is that I just tell somebody like, hey, don't get discouraged because people are telling you no or there's no, you know, in today's world, like if you don't have a big IG following or something, you know, who cares? Create your own lane is basically what I'm saying. So um, I went to two different high schools. I went to one for three years and transferred my last year. And I also convinced two of my AAU teammates within the same league to also transfer to the new school. So there were three of us from our AAU team to like create the super team. And that was a big controversial thing for girls high school basketball in the girls greater Catholic league of Cincinnati for whatever <laughs> reason. Real mad. Uh, my high school coach at my first high school coach, um, you know, I, I can't say for sure, but I'm pretty sure he had some influence in the, in the voting uh, for postseason awards. So I went from, making all state to not even making all city in my senior year. So a lot of college coaches dropped off the map. You know, I'm five, seven, I'm not five, nine, five, 10 point guard shooting guard. And, um, I was told five, seven guards are a dime a dozen. I didn't play in a huge national AAU team. So, you know, I just wasn't like out there. Nobody knew who I was. So thankfully, uh, my mom and, and her husband had a video production business that they would make, um, commercials and award shows for like Procter and Gamble when they would just ran, you know, that's just random stuff they would do. So they would help me make tapes basically like make a version of like a YouTube mixtape, which back in the day was that. So I'm downstairs in my basement and I remember writing letters to, um, to Michigan, to Pepperdine, to Notre Dame, to Miami, you know, all the big schools. I'm like, where are the warm places at basically like get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, I, I, remember getting recruited by Nebraska and they ended up signing a junior college player instead of me. But she said, is there anything I can do to help you? I was like, yeah, there's, you know, there's a school down South that they have a new male head coach. You know, I don't know what their scholarship is or whatever it is. Can you call him? She called him the next day. I had an out of state waiver, which covered about half the half scholarship money but my mom was like, uh, you're still going in state unless you get a whole scholarship. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> so then we went out to the softball field and I made a softball mixtape, sent it to the softball coach, got the other half of the money. And then after my freshman year, I, I did get a, a basketball scholarship. 
Yeah, but you cut the part out where you was giving them buckets all summer long and open, open, open floor. What do you call open gym? Kevin, she was out there just balling on them, crossing them over, making them dizzy. Now you you glazed over the fact that you a three sport star though. I mean, softball. Uh, you like the modern day Bo Jackson or something? You, you playing softball, tennis? I saw the little tennis pictures and stuff. So you doing major things out there? You like really athletic? Yeah, my family is is that way too, and and it's actually all on um, on the women women's side. So my aunts, I have a couple aunts. One of them is a Hall of Fame athlete. Another was really good athlete. My older sisters were phenomenal, um, and they were four and nine years apart. So I would always play with older kids, and then I would play with the boys in high school. So it was there was always somebody but way better than me, and it was a constant like proving yourself type mentality. And I had a lot of energy as a kid, and and. You know, my mom couldn't stand it, so she's like, "Get out of the house, go play, don't come back until you know you're tired." So I think that's where a lot of it came from. Well, I bet you was giving Sister Margaret in the Catholic League <laughs> hell. What you was raising hell in the Catholic League, wasn't it? They went, "Ah, we don't want to see her." <laughs> that's Brooke it's- W. Because all she do is win coming through this thing. All right, so let's talk. So now you, you're taking your, your athletic ability, you turned it into something you love, and I know it's I know it's millions of young ladies out there who looking at you right now. Because first off, you are a tireless. You are very meticulous. I saw all your work on the sideline in in the booth. I mean, you crazy with the skills. We, I wish I could learn. I'm gonna I'm to take some tutorials from you on how to run this mic game right but uh but tell us how'd you get into broadcasting and, and being an analyst and, and and what's that path you followed to get this journey oh well thank you so much and uh i mean you guys you do such a great job too and this been this has been awesome so far and i i do teach younger basketball kids about journalism so you want we we can talk you can come in and be a part of the shy side oh, you're a big kid you, in the class they're gonna be like yes. who is he? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean my playing career just got cut really you know before i i was ready i i hurt my back after college but before i left for germany and so five months in i just you you know you when you can't jump like you can't play that was half of my game was to be able to jump and move really fast so um so I came back to uh, to Ohio at the time, and I was living at home and just not sure what I was going to do with my life. And I ended up going back down to Coastal for a visit. They were broadcasting the women's game on the uh, on the internet radio feed, and the person who was calling the game is now our athletic director, which is really funny. So he looks up in the stands, he sees me, he's like, "Oh, come down, you know, do an interview." And I'm just thinking, like, I have nothing going on, but okay, sure, let's just see what happens. <laughs> you know, what are we going to talk about? Well, we did the interview. The game then is still going on, and, like, it just naturally started happening. And when I tell you guys, like, that, you know, when people are like, oh, the light bulb went off, like, the, the light exploded in the gym. I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I know I'm not ready to coach. I don't know how to be a part of the game still that feels authentic. That was it. So that gave me the closest feeling to playing. So once I had that feeling, then it was about pursuing the right people at ESPN. You know, my mom and her husband came up to Chicago. We shot a sports center remake video at ESPN zone. You guys remember that place? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I convinced the manager there to let us have the booth. So it looked like a sports center background and then, you know, shot it, edited it, sent it to the guy at ESPN and he was like, this is the worst tape I've ever seen. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> but everything he said was like, you know, stuff I could work on. Like, 
like uh, I took improv classes at Second City and I took voice classes at acting class. Uh, I went to Mac, learned how to do makeup. I asked my friends who they called me Sporty Spice. I asked them how to dress a little better. Right. So it was all these little things that, you know, I guess he was looking for because he said the content was fine. So I just bugged him for like a year and a half. And finally, he gave me a game, and that was 2004. And then I had a corporate job until 2012, so I would just balance the two, and then finally just broadcasting from 2012 on. Yo, and I got to give you a mad shout-out because your jacket's game, you be out there dressing. You be you be sharp with it. Hey, you're not afraid. You unapologetically hey, come out there rocking vibrant colors and patterns. So that's uh, that's super dope, super, super dope. So how did it feel when you've been putting in all this work you fought so hard for this big break to be given these awards and given these platforms to go speak at some of these conferences. And then I think what you were part of the women, uh, inspiring women of Chicago type thing. Like, how does that make you feel when it all comes home and you're able to look back at your journey since 2012 and see where you came and, and, and then not just be a normal average reporter, like you successful and you wanted the best in the business. You were rising star. Oh, I, I appreciate that so much. I mean, Sometimes we forget to look back and look at, oh, five years ago, I would have done anything to be in this position right now, right? Because we're always like, what's next? And what can I do? How can I get better? How can I help more people? But I think to um, to have the acknowledgement of like the responsibility of your platform is, you know, one of the things that I feel like I've had the biggest growth area in, if, if I could say. And honestly, that's, I, that I can thank other people who have reminded me of that. Um, one of them is one of my best guy friends and who helped me figure out like a lot of a transition part of my life into finding my own style on the air, which is funny. So um, he, uh, you know, he's, he challenged me when Colin Kaepernick started kneeling, you know, he said, Hey, like, what do you think about it? And, and I shared that I thought, you know, he was doing it for the right reasons was kneeling the best way you know just an open-ended conversation and he's like you know i just i challenge you to to learn more about it you know and understand more and so i appreciate him making that comment and that led you know me to to just go down and start you know reading more and watching more things because i was only taught a certain version of history and then once you realize that there's something else out there it's like okay i need to know more about this so um you know that helped me um whether uncomfortable or not, you know, speak and, and be vocal about it because, you know, I think as we saw like the last couple of years, we've seen a lot more white people come out and, you know, it, it has an impact where we all need to be a part of it, you know, not just, yep. you know, not just white, but like white women have been a part of the problem. I don't want to be a part of the problem. Right. I create solutions. So yeah, that was it. Well, I tell you what, Kevin, before you take over, we got some things we got to work on because she told she said that I need to go to acting class and become an improv specialist and you need to yep. go to Mac and learn how to do makeup. <laughs> All right, <bro. laughs> Why I got to do makeup? One of us got to learn how to do makeup, man. Right. The men I work with, I just tell them put a put moisturizer on first. But I do moisturizer. Yeah, I y'all get like maybe a little foundation or something just for the evening out, but you know, I'll get, I'll get more work, you know. a lot. I don't know <laughs> about that. All right. So, what is something that you learned from being an analyst that you can use when you're not in the studio? Oh, this. Uh, I mean, I think the the improv part of it too. Um, you know, we're all in uncomfortable situations at some point. The improv helps um, 
make things lighter or, you know, you, you literally like learn a little bit how, how to be wittier in a situation. So I think that's helped, you know, especially with, uh, you know, like confrontational conversations or something like that, just to help diffuse the situation certainly helps. And I think getting other people's complete perspectives and trying not to assume, even though that's a part of human nature, but really being like, does that, do you think they really meant that? Or what do you think they meant? Or, um, uh, you know, why, why would somebody even think to do something like that? Like you, it makes you want to question and be curious because that's what makes you successful at your job. So it also helps me, you know, create conversations with people, um, helps with, you know, with dating, like just keep the conversation up and going, you know, so all those things, like just when you're curious about life or your, your, your sport, your focus, like that can change the game for, for anything. All right. So speaking of changing the game, B Jones, are you ready? Man, I stay ready. Brooke W. Welcome to the championship rounds. This is the part of the show with Kevin and I. We turn on each other. There it is. Right hook, left hook. There you go. And Kevin and I are now going to battle. And you are officially calling all the shots. Have you ever played a game called Would You Rather before? Oh, of course. This is the best one of the best road games you can play. That's it. So you know the rules are very simple. Both hosts will present to you an option. You select one of those options, and that host will gain a point. The host that doesn't gain a point will probably be in tears. But the first host to get the two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game of championship rounds. And right now, we are in a very spirited comp- com- uh, com- uh, competition. Kevin has won 25 games. I have won 23 games. All right. So we've been working hard. That means we are close to 50 episodes of, uh, of You Got Next already in 2022. Shout out to you, KT, because I'm about to whip your head. But uh, we, I need some I need some love, Brooke, because Kevin. No, no, no I'm not letting you do that. Kevin has the nope, year one, nope. he has a season one championship belt. This Brooke. is true, B. Jones. But if I didn't reach out to Brooke, she would not have been on this show. So I'm not going to let you butter her up like that. Well, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Sweden for right now until until we get into it. So I'll do that. <laughs> Switzerland, not Sweden. My bad. Switzerland. No, Switzerland. I know what you mean. Yeah, you, yeah, you, 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 somewhere you, over there. Yeah. In the middle. The, uh, all right. So here we go. First round. Round number one. Kevin, you up first. All right. Would you rather become the owner of your own WNBA franchise or become a legendary broadcaster for a professional team of your choice? Own a WNBA team. Easy. <laughs> Legendary broadcaster, though, bro. This is this is what we live for. This is what we working for. Those are rings. Yeah, Those are championships. Yeah, just 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 let it go, man. We trying to get rings. We are trying to get rings. All right, okay. so, all right, let's go. Let's go. All right, all right. So round two, would you rather host your own cooking show where athletes and celebrities share their favorite places to eat in their hometowns, or? Host a YouTube basketball pickup series where you interview athletes while playing ball in the gym that they grew up in. Oh no, I gotta play too. Do yeah, you, you you can just shoot with them yeah, and talk to them. I'm just gonna eat. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just gonna eat. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna do? Eating sounds so much better. <laughs> See, eating does sound better. Yeah. <sighs> Well, B. Jones, I mean, we got to go for round three just for the, the heck of it, but we know who won this episode. Oh, man. All right. So, yeah, yeah, just let's finish up with round three. Yeah, oh, this, is, this is excruciating right now. All right. Oh, I'm loving it. All right. <sighs> would you rather 
have Nike name a basketball shoe after you and have them introduced and only worn during the McDonald's basketball game or or have a sports award named after you sports award she gave that one to me Kevin no that's no crumbs look I'm for real that that's that's I mean that's iconic like you get to you know someone each year gets to uh you know be named in in your honor or you that's know, right that's right maybe they get a scholarship you know maybe they get something from it Shoes well, are I cool though well I tell you what you you helped me to avoid the sweet but Kevin Oh, what? I got the sound effect? You just did it because Brooke was on the show, didn't you? Oh, my God. Congratulations, sir. <laughs> you are this episode's one. Keep it down. Keep it down. There ain't no point. Oh, no, no. The bell ooh, comes out when I win. Look at that. Look at that. Look, see what you did? See what you did, Brooke? All right. Yeah. Now, out of like all the times, Kevin, I've, I've had the privilege of asking over 200 people that sat in the seat where you sat the same exact question. The world wants to know. The title of the show is who's got next, but yours is what's next and who's next, right? <laughs> you got a big surprise coming yeah. with you got next. So tell us about what's going on with you and your future. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, a, a boy baller or a girl baller. We'll find out on the day of. But yeah, I'm I'm due in July. So it's been just such a awesome and crazy and you know so so many different emotions of a journey in this and uh what i love about it is talking to so many of my friends who are moms or you know my family and just you know not necessarily like everybody's throwing advice at you but you just you you have like this whole new support group so it's pretty awesome and i'm so so grateful that it the timing of this has worked to where it is because i was able to go through basketball season and you know, only had to buy a little bit of new clothes here and there or yeah, <laughs> rent yeah. them. So now, you know, I could get in these sweatpants for, for, <laughs> for a while and see where we go from here. But um, no, I'm so, I'm so, so excited and uh, it's, it's going to be great. So next, next season and beyond is going to be a lot different. Now, I know one day the baby's going to look back and watch this video and be like, that's mama, but do, do, do you want a girl or a boy? Just go ahead for Sports Life Talk Nation. Do you, do you have any preference? I feel like it's a boy. I can tell you that. Like it's just I, there's boy energy. The ultrasound picture of the leg was like crazy long. Had a you know not that it could be a girl, but like the muscle, the quad muscle, and the calf muscle. I was like, okay, this is awesome. But um, you know, it doesn't matter as long as uh, everybody's cool and healthy. You know, me included. That's honestly, right. Like, yeah. You know, it's just it's just so exciting that that we're here. Um, but most, I think, almost everybody that I've been around and have been has been around me thinks it's also a boy. But like two people. Awesome. Okay, is is so the belly low? Is the belly low? Because that's what. No, I don't think so. We're okay, okay. <laughs> <More> out. <laughs> We're more out this way. <laughs> well, well, professional wise, anything coming up that the Sports Life Talk Nation, if they wanted to follow you, Brooke, they can look out for any documentaries, any you know performances, anything that mm. they can look out for coming up down the horizon. Yeah, you know, like uh, this is a kind of the start of the of the off season for ESPN stuff. Um, but there's certainly um, some possibilities with some AAU stuff, like the Nike Nationals, which is the largest girls uh, Nike League tournament. That usually happens in the summer, along with the Peach Jam on the boys' side. Yep. Um, WNBA season starts here soon in a few weeks, so um, don't have any news on that yet. Um, there's certainly some you know seeds that have been planted. So uh, if you don't see me on the air. Um, I will be sitting courtside as long as I can until uh, middle of July, I guess. So 
there. And then, um, yeah, but just socially for now, if everybody could give me a follow, that'd be cool at Brooke.Weisbrod yep. on uh, IG. I'm there mostly. Sometimes I'm on Twitter. I need to be better about that. But, you know, a picture tells a thousand words. So think about all those tweets you save by just posting one picture. That's it. That's it. All right. So do you have any shout outs that you want to give? Um, sure. What I, I'm, uh, I guess people probably just, you know, start with, with their circles. So I got, I got my 12 year old chocolate lab here, Willis. He's, uh, asleep by my side. This, what you talking about Willis? Right. Right. <laughs> he knows when I'm in this room and he's got to be quiet. So, um, yeah. And then, uh, it is, uh, almost my, my godson Colin's birthday coming up. So I'm gonna give him a shout out and see, Happy uh, birthday, Colin. yes, my buddy there. And then um, I just came off a really cool uh, shower that my family threw me in in Cincinnati. The theme was Welcome to the Jungle for the Bengals, of course. Yeah. And, uh, and they did all the decorating. And like it was better than a Pinterest board. It was really amazing. So I'll give them a shout out. And and then, uh, you know, all my, all my fellow lady broadcasters out there, established, trending, up and coming, not yet started, inspired yet to be, feel free to reach out. Um, any way I can help, I'd love to. And also shout out to Drea Carter, who we had on like That's last right. year. So, yes. All right. That's so this is this is a part of the show where you get a chance to call out the person you think should have next. Tell them, hey, I got a chance to rock with B. Jones and KT. I told them my story. I want you to do the same thing. With that said, Brooke, who are you passing your mic to? Gosh, there's so many. Um, I feel like the the women's basketball world has been blessed and flooded with so many new and and great talents. Um, and somebody that um, I really rock with and I think is really good. Um, and she had a great interview during the NCAA women's tournament with um, with Kentucky hitting the last second shot. Steffi Sorensen. She played yeah, at Florida. Tennessee. Oh, she played yes. Florida. She played oh, I Florida. Thought she played, I thought she played at Tennessee. Okay, I'm sure. No, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, but she, you know, she's another uh, female sports broadcaster out there. Does such a great job, and uh, also has just it's such a cool, unique sense of style. Like we're we're all the time hitting each other. You know, like on the DMs, like girl, what do you know that jacket? Like where'd you get that? <laughs> hey, yeah. So, yeah, that jacket was fire though. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yes, she definitely. Yeah, Brooke, if you can get her on the show, I'm a Florida Gator fan. All right, all right. So that that will be awesome and perfect all in one. So B Jones, you know I won this. You go ahead and take in the show for us, man. Let's go. <sighs> Stephanie, Stephanie, you are on the clock. Well, Brooke, you are amazing. You're talented. You're transcendent. You're super funny. You you are meticulous crafts person. You're killing the game right now. You got a beautiful baby coming along the way. Brooke Weisbrod, Broad. I yes, there you go, bro. Wait, bro. <laughs> you got it. Brooke, it's a- Brooke, and Kevin gonna probably keep that part in the show when I make a mistake, right? Brooke, wise, bro. Uh, bro, yeah, I said it right. I said it right. You got next. We appreciate you so much for showing up on the show. I kind of got in my head now. I'm all space. All right. But listen, we appreciate you so much. Hey, like we say at the end of every show, Britney Spears told us best. Oops, we did it again.
And we brought y'all some more heat. So check this out. This is your last off the call. This is your last opportunity. Well, not your last, but you know, for this show, please show us some love. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Share this content with some friends. Leave us some comments. Interact with us. Kevin and I, we are Monaco about engagement. We we uh, we go live every Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. We stream on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. We out here in these streets. All we need is a little love. I guarantee it's too many, two million of y'all that show some love to an up-and-coming podcast, up-and-coming show that's telling amazing stories like this. And listen, if you want to get some Sports Life Talk swag, Kevin got on the black. I got on the WNBA orange. I guess I need to put the white letters on there, but ask Sports Life Talk. Tag five friends. Leave us your address and your size, and we're going to shoot you a t-shirt. It's just that easy to get free merch. You know what I'm saying? We, we ain't selfish. 2022 has been a blessing, and we want to bless all the Sports Life Talk nation because you guys have been good to us. The growth right now is unreal. And uh, you know what, Brooke? Before we get out of here, just one more minute because Kevin found a way to mention Florida in the show. I cannot believe I did not mention the Cincinnati Bengals. You being from Cincinnati, was that a big moment for you? Watching Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, LSU's very own, you know, go out there and do what they did? It was awesome. And I, I came on the bandwagon late, so I'll say that. However, my sister was crying going into the Super Bowl, um, could not keep herself together. It wouldn't take my calls during the Super Bowl. So she she's the one. And I had to wait till the next day to call her afterwards because I just knew it was going to be a heartbreak. Oh, no. That, they, you tell well, your sister, y'all got robbed. Y'all got no, robbed. For sure we got robbed. Like robbed. And, and they'll be back there. I don't know. You know, hopefully next year. You're so right, B. Like they, yes. And I was... I was calling a game in Tampa, Florida, and so my play-by-play partner and I, we went out to uh, some sports bar to watch the game, and everybody there was a Bengals fan. Like That's dope. Right? It just, it, they became the cool kids. We used to be the laughing stock of the NFL. Yeah, I'm wearing Bengals colors. I tell you what, if you're going to call the game for 45 minutes one way, call it the last five minutes, okay? We got pass interference on every single play to make sure L.A. scored the last touchdown. All right, Kevin, you you, you the defending champ, sir. We got to get, get Brooke off of here. I know she got some stuff better to do to take care to talk to us, but uh, I'm going to let you close it out, Kev. Brooke, seriously, thank you so much for rocking with us. This has been a, one of the best episodes that we've had. Whatever you need from us, if it's money, B. Jones got you. If you just want somebody to just talk to, maybe cry to, you can talk to B. Jones too. But I'm here as well. All right. Oh, noted. You guys, thank you so much. This was awesome. Great Yo, job. Brooke, you the truth. Sports Life Talk Nation, we love y'all. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Take care of one another. Respect each other and love each other because together we are better. And keep dreaming big because you never know. Your story may be the next one featured on Sports Life Talks. You got next. Yeet. See what's crazy is I knew you had next because you always working. You always grinding. You're in your bag because you're always working. Like in due time, I just, I knew you got next. Oh, you did it, huh? Crack the code. You got next, you smashing goals. You want next, you need exposure. Well, sports like talk out the baddest show, like the baddest hut in the room. Podcast to tune into just for you to talk your shit. Talking mushroom, you want what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon, then rest repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You got next, just a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity. What's up next is you, at least you better be. Yeah, you got next, yeah. I can feel it, oh. Just like me, you got next, and what comes next? Tune in next time, and you'll see. Cause if you got next, yeah, if you got next.
got next shit If you got next then you know where to be I'm talking sports life, talking this Yeah, 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 yeah